Welcome to AZ Sports Powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. We are Nationals On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we get going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness. One 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, we were there yesterday. WilsonCountyHyundai.com in Lebanon for your new car. Uh, Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So Omar says, when I come to Tennessee, I will visit Mandu. That's a good decision by you. Uh, They're popping up all over the place. And I don't know where you are, Omar, but uh, they've got locations all across the country popping up in different markets and cities. So uh, be on the lookout for wherever you're at. Mandu might be coming to you. So you were at Titans practice. First off, how did it feel being at a football practice with you know, people out there, you got to interact with the media for the first time in a long time. Like you haven't been to a practice. I haven't been to a practice since training camp last year. It's been a long time. Yeah, it it has been a long time. It did feel good. Uh, It felt different. I'll explain the reason why it was different here in a second. But, uh, you know, we've gone through so much in a year because of the pandemic and you finally get back out there and I had a chance to talk to Jim Wyatt, Teron, Buck, a couple other media members as – we're kind of going through it. And honestly, the overall feel, Austin. Now, the heavy hitters weren't there, mind you. We're going into Memorial Day weekend. This is a voluntary practice. Tannehill wasn't there. A.J. Brown wasn't there. Josh Reynolds wasn't there. Rashawn Evans wasn't there. Jeffrey Simmons wasn't there. I mean, the list literally goes on. It was a shell of the team because right. of the circumstance. But even with that, the numbers, man, you know, 25 ain't 25. 21 ain't 21. <laughs> 24 ain't 24. It, right. it, it is 81 ain't Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith has, has gotten smaller if that was the guy, right? Because so, Racy McMath is wearing 81 now. Yeah, right? and Jonu's a beast. Anyway. And, and McMath's not small. He's just not Jonu Smith. No, I mean, he's a rookie. Um, but it was a shell of the team, and you kind of sat there and you said, man, they need more big pieces And here was my initial thought, and I was talking to Buck on the sideline about this, and that is, I do think that Mike Vrabel, they're they're putting a lot into Mike Vrabel to raise the skill set of some of these young guys and and improve their football acumen, if you want to say. Yeah. The problem is, in the NFL, that can only go so far. You have to have pure talent on the field as well. And I don't know if they have that at the positions that they need it at uh, as much as maybe a couple of years ago when they made their AFC championship run. So a shell of themselves yesterday, but it was enjoyable to actually see some practice. Uh, they were coaching him hard. Vrabel was the same guy he always is. Right. Does, it, if yeah. you make a mistake, you're going to hear about it. If you do a good job, he's going to recognize that. And, Fast pace, you know, but it, it, it was a good feeling to actually get back to practice without complete. I mean, there was still COVID protocol, but, you know, that is what that is. I, I think that will eventually be phased out, but I, I enjoyed it. It, it was uh, it was a nice day. 
hadn't been on the practice field in a while. Yeah, well, Bobby says it shows you what the, what might happen if a star gets hurt on this team. Uh, yeah, good point. And I think that's also why they're not out there, because why get hurt in the month of May? Uh, Steven says Josh Reynolds should have been there. He's new to the team. And I know, I know this for a fact because social media tells people a lot of information. Josh Reynolds is in Nashville. Like he, I, I saw him traveling to Nashville on Instagram like earlier in the week. So I don't know why he's not necessarily at practice or if it's just decided. Not, no, yesterday's practice was a, a really extremely voluntary. And, and let's say I think Ryan Tannehill is in California. Well, let's or in Florida because that's maybe it's in Florida. Yeah, for, but here's also this: like Thursday's practice was not the first time they were on the practice field this week. It's just the first time the media was on the practice field this week. So they had practice earlier in the week. So, you know, maybe Josh Reynolds was there on Tuesday or Wednesday with some other guys. And they said, you know what? We're going to take Thursday off, make Memorial Day weekend an extra day longer and go do something else. Josh Reynolds was not in the building before Monday. I do know that. Now, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe maybe he was. But I know that he had, he had not been in the building before Friday, uh, Monday. The other rumor that I heard, he had just just moved. moved Yeah, again, I had seen that he had moved to Nashville. So Josh Reynolds not being there, I don't think that's any sweat. But there are guys that are there who I think have a big opportunity to make a lot out of this opportunity of being. I would not even say have an opportunity. Must. Yeah. Must make the opportunity. The Titans cannot afford these guys that we're about to talk about. They have to have them. They have to have them play their best football for the Titans to get to where they're going to go. If, in fact, let's just say Julio Jones doesn't land in Tennessee. I'll say that right now. They have to have these guys step up. All right, so let's talk about it. Because, you know, Buck talked about this some last night, and you were obviously at practice with Buck, so you guys were talking talking amongst yourselves uh, there. Which of these Titans must impact the team most this upcoming season. We've got four guys for you. Which of these four Titans uh, must impact the team most this season? I'll run through the names, but first let me tell you about where we're at. We're at Mandu, downtown Franklin, brand new studio, mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. It's a full body workout. It only takes 15 minutes. You must think how in the world can a 15 minute workout simulate five or more hours in the weight room, full body electronic muscle stimulation, it's legit. I've been doing this for a couple of years now. I've transformed my body, building muscle, getting stronger, burning that hard to get rid of body fat. And Mandu and their trainers can help you along the way. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. You see it right here on the t-shirt, BetMGM. Download the app today. Use that promo code ATOG Sports. That will help you out a great deal. It is a lot of fun, a lot of basketball going on, a lot of baseball going on. And there's a special promo code, ATOZ100. If you bet $1, a money line bet, you can win $100 if the Braves or Phillies hit a home run tonight. So there's incentive right there. Bet MGM, download the app today. Yeah, and use the Braves. Acuna is going to hit a home run, right? He just feels like he does that every night. All right, so here is the question. Which of these Titans must impact the team most this season? Your four guys you have the option from, all four were there yesterday, all had more roles, bigger roles in practice yesterday because the other guy's missing. Anthony Ferkser, tight end, cornerback Christian Fulton, running back Darrington Evans, or safety Amani Hooker. So let's send us to the comment section. Um, so 
Steven says Amani Hooker, he's the starting safety now, has to act like it. Chris Stress says Christian Fulton. Um, Tall Texan says even if he's not one of the four names, Fulton has a have a bigger impact this year. He is one of the four names on our list. So uh, Tall Texan is going with Fulton. Travis says in order, he says Fulton, Hooker, Ferkser, Evans. Aaron says Anthony Ferkser. Ahmad says Christian Fulton. Brandon just says all the above, but Fulton or Hooker need to be sharp. Uh, Ferkser coming in from Eric Hobbs. Fulton from Marquis. Uh, Ferkser from Jim. Um, Jerome says it's none of these guys. He says it's one of these no-name wide receivers. I don't think that's a bad comment. It's just not playing the game that we're trying to have everybody play it. No, it'd be curious to see what Des Fitzpatrick actually becomes in his rookie. Did year. you see Des Fitzpatrick yesterday? I did. What did What did you think? Uh, he looked like a rookie. Uh, like again, I've seen a lot of football practice in my life, and usually rookies with the expectation that is on Des Fitzpatrick don't pop. They don't hit in their first year. But, like, there's a rookie wide receiver that was a late-round draft pick who came on the practice field the first time with the Titans and looked really good. It was Tajay Sharp. He, I mean, it was in shorts and T-shirts and helmets. But Tajay went out there and looked and did pop a little bit, and he had a good rookie year. Then he got drafted over and kind of his, his career waned a little. But Des I, no, I think Tajay Sharp – it because, was also who he was out there yeah, against, it was right? Circumstances. It was like Harry Douglas. So I, I, but, I discredit but I'm just, what you said. Okay, that's I'm, well. You're not. You can't discredit what I say. No, because I, I can't. Because that ha- that happened with Tajay Sharp, but Des Fitzpatrick is not. Popping. It, was, it was circumstantial. Well, well, what were the circumstances yesterday? No, AJ Brown wasn't there. Josh Reynolds wasn't there. Who you're, else was you're there? Compared one day to an entire. Well, career? I'm just saying, like you just said, this Des Fitzpatrick didn't pop yesterday. And nobody else was out there, so Des Fitzpatrick should have popped yesterday. Who else was that wide receiver out there? Kalijah Lipscomb, Cody Hollister, like Des yes. Fitzpatrick better pop if he's next to those guys. And, I'm sorry. And I, I again, it's one practice. I'm not, not gonna. No, but I asked you how he looks, and you just said, "eh." You kind of were like, eh, "That's exactly that's the answer." Right? Which I don't. I, I understand it's early, but next to the you know practice squad fringe guys you want to see a, a guy you traded up for in the fourth round who does have a lot of expectations and pressure on him look more than just ah, look i like don't a have a lot of expectations i i, I I'm, I'm not saying you should the titans should the titans better have high expectations for I, I'm, I'm trying to kind of talk some sense into everybody don't expect it will be a surprise if Des Fitzpatrick does much and of anything. That's, and that is not Des Fitzpatrick's fault. That is John Robinson's fault and the rest of the Titans scouting and, and coaching staff for not putting more into the draft at that position. Absolutely. I guess the one thing that stood out, I, I thought he had he had quicker feet. Racy McMath had really slow feet. He also didn't do a couple of the drills correctly, but uh, you know, we're talking Racing about practice is there for, for, for special, special teams, teams yes. right? So uh, I do understand that. But again, Des Fitzpatrick, I, I don't expect a lot out of him this year. I will be surprised if he has, you know, six, 700 yards receiving. That would shock me the way that Tajay Sharp, again, circumstantial, because Tajay Sharp in his rookie year, he had nobody around him. Yeah. And Anto- Antonio Andrews was carrying the damn football. Like nobody. They had nobody well, no, to throw that, to. That year, it was uh, Demarco Murray was actually um, 
lead, the leading rusher in the AFC that year. Well, who else was on uh, on the wide receiving roster? It was like Harry Douglas, Kendall Wright, um, and then that was a big Delaney Walker year. That that's Delaney Walker was the leading receiver, but. Tajay Sharp had the most receptions of any wide receiver on the team. And Des Fitzpatrick's not going to get that opportunity. That, that is my point. Which is good, but I'm saying like... when no, he's, Well, it's, it's good and bad. It, right. Uh, but again, uh, you know, so... so and, let's, and Titans for Life brings up Rashard Matthews. Rashard Matthews... Uh, that was his great that's year. That's what it was. Rashard Matthews had 945 That was yards. his great year. Tajay Sharp had 41 catches. He was second among wide receivers in receptions. Wasn't that Matthews' great year? He was. Nine touchdowns, averaged 14.5 per catch, had 108 targets, 65 catches. I'm glad after all these years you finally admitted that it was a great year. I, that, oh, I, I wasn't paying attention to that. <laughs> Sorry. You just you completely, completely slid that right through. Oh, yeah. Uh, DeMarco Murray caught the caught the ball 53 times that game that's that season so pretty impressive so all right so let's get back to it so which of these four titans that were out there yesterday must have a the biggest impact on the team Ferkser, fulton darrington evans amani hooker zach what's your answer to this question I, I think it has to be christian fulton because of the question marks uh at at corner and the turnover i i, I value amani hooker I believe in Amani Hooker for some reason. I think I, he's, I, I think he's going to step into that role nicely. In the the experience that he does have playing NFL football, I think he's impressed. Right in the role that the Titans put him in over the last uh, year or two, I, that I, I trust that Christian Fulton has a lot to prove because of injury last year, some unknowing, him falling in the draft from a first round selection into the second round where the Titans got value out of him, but he has a bigger role to fill. I understand the the, the Ferkser conversation. I could even understand the, the Darrington Evans thing that I think we'll talk about here in a little bit. But my answer is Christian Fulton because of the responsibility. This is a passing league. Yeah. You're going to have to cover some big-time wide receivers. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. But I also think that they did put veterans around him at corner where Janoris Jenkins, and we can talk about Janoris Jenkins deciding to park his quarter of a million dollar Rolls Royce at the airport where it's now stolen. That's a stupid decision. I hope he makes better decisions in the field. Uh, but Janoris Jenkins will lock down one of those outside corner spots. Caleb Farley is a complete wild card, as you mentioned. I, I think we like the idea of Christian Fulton and what he does in year two if he stays healthy and doesn't get COVID again like he did last year. And then Kevin Johnson's of an insurance policy that's pretty cheap. And then we, I think we all like Elijah Molden. Was Elijah Molden there yesterday? Um, because he was injured limited during the rookie camp. Yeah, he didn't stand out to me. Again, I was all over the field because we're only allowed one media uh, outlet per uh, – or one person per media outlet. I, I have a side question. You brought up Jackrabbit. Yeah. And if you didn't read the story, you can uh, – we'll just tell it. He – drove his Rolls Royce to the Atlanta airport to fly to Florida. When he returned, it was gone. From the understanding that I know, because this was discussed yesterday at practice a little bit. <laughs> what we heard is... I'm guessing they, Jack Rabbit was not at practice. No, Jack Rabbit was not present. Yeah, yeah. He, there is video evidence of the Rolls Royce going into the airport. 
but there is not video evidence of the Rolls Royce leaving the airport. So my first thought was inside job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, airport job. Like it reminded me of Ferris Bueller taking Cameron's dad's car into the parking garage in the valet, taking it for a ride. Yes. That's what I immediately thought of. Well, after my first thought was you dummy, what are you doing? Parking your Rolls Royce at the airport. Just leave it at home locked up where it needs to be. That's the, that's the bigger thing here. I feel like, like getting your Rolls Royce stolen at a public parking lot at the airport is nearly as dumb as failing a drug test at the NFL combine. Because you know you're getting that drug test at the combine. Just don't smoke weed like a few weeks beforehand. Don't take your quarter of a million dollar call. Was it locked? Does I don't. It, matter? It, does, it doesn't matter. Don't do it. Don't. It, what? It, why? What's the other reason of him doing that? Just to show off that he's got one. Like that's literally it. Like, why is he driving that to the airport? That's stupid. Uh, it's hard for us to justify that because we don't have Rolls Royces, right? I understand. I think you kind of get but numb. If you like, probably get numb to the I money. I think a lot of people are probably nervous leaving their regular car at the but, airport parking when they're gone for a week. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I'm leave, not doing that. I don't leave my car. And there. I drive an 09 Honda Accord. <laughs> like, so you bring me my that, to my question. Grand Theft Auto is a felony regardless, right? Does it matter if you steal a quarter of a million dollar car or your Hyundai Accord? Uh, I don't know. Is there a harsher penalty? It, it probably depends. The owner of the vehicle probably has more influence on the, how bad it can be if you steal the, the Rolls Royce. Okay, that's fair. I was curious about that. I, but um, it has not been returned. That's the update of that story as of now. Uh, it has not been returned. I, I think maybe it could have been an inside job. Oh, it, it, w that's the only thing it can be, is an inside job from people working at the airport. So what, what's your answer on this question? Okay, so uh, Ethan Randy says, was he supposed to walk to the airport? I mean, there's so many like services that he can get a ride. He can. There is probably, uh, he has the ability to get somebody who drives a luxury vehicle to take him to the airport and to pick him up when he gets back or to pick him up in Florida when he lands. Like, that is a ridiculous comment there for me. Quick Ethan. story that a Uber driver told me once to the airport, coincidentally. He had just dropped off Malcolm Butler. Now, I, look, I cannot verify that this story is true. It's based on the word of an Uber driver. But, I mean, we had a good conversation. I felt trustworthy. He had just told me that Malcolm Butler had just got an Uber because his car ran out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about how you can have be so wealthy and not – well, no, it's it's the adrenaline. It's the adrenaline of trying to see how far you can push it. That's whenever so, you run so out of that's gas. It's a human element. Yes, yes. It doesn't matter. It's not about affording the gas. It's about no. I can make it. <laughs> like, I did find that. I'm on E. I can make it, and then you don't make it, and then you have to, uh, you know, go a different direction. So, all right. So back to the question is, which of the four Titans should must have the bigger impact on the team between Ferkser, Fulton, Evans, and Hooker? I I agree with you that I believe the most. In Amani Hooker, based off of how he played last year, you know, splitting time with Vaccaro at that starting spot. Darrington Evans, I think, is last on this list because he's behind, as AJ Brown calls him, superhuman. We don't even need to discuss that. Darrington Evans is lit last. We will discuss Darrington Evans here in a second in a different topic. You say Fulton, I say Ferkser. Because I think there's a lot on Anthony Ferkser to not just be a pass catching tight end this year. 
He's been able in his first couple of years with the Titans to be a role-playing, pass-catching tight end and has done very well with that role. Now it's a completely different role. It's can Anthony Ferkser be a, a close to every down tight end? And that is not something we've seen him be asked to do. And usually there's a reason why coaches don't ask players to do certain things because they probably can't do them at that time. So can Anthony Ferkser be an every down tight end? I lean no, but they need him to. And I've talked about this several times. The greatness of Jonu Smith was not his stats, was not his receptions or his yards or his touchdowns that were, that were really good. It was his ability to be on the field and to not tip the hand of what the offense was going to do to the defense because he can do everything. And Ferkser is more of a tip of the hand of, you're more likely to pass and not run it heavy behind Anthony Ferkser like you would Johnny Smith. Jeff Swaim's the opposite of Ferkser. So, like, I think it. I think Ferkser must step up because they're going to need him to do more of those the dirty work of a tight end. So, a couple of things. Yesterday, I did. I did see Ferkser catch the most amount of passes in in like. Well, yeah, nobody else is there, right? Shell of the team, right? So, like, I I don't know how much weight that was, but. He was a big target within that practice. That's all I, I can say on that. But I do think that Ferkser, he brings the reliability of catching the football I, I and getting open. I don't have. He subtly gets open. I don't have any. Is he getting open because people are concentrating on Corey Davis, John U. Smith, and A.J. Brown? Again, he's, he's Adam Humphrey's bigger little brother. Like that, he, he knows how to get open. He knows where the first down line is, and he converts first downs. I don't have concerns about Anthony Ferkser in the pass game. I actually think I'm excited to see more opportunity for him to get in the passing game because he's been really good. Last year, he had 39 catches for 380 yards, averaged 10 yards uh, a catch, and he scored one touchdown. And the year before, you saw him later in the season and in the playoffs do some good things. I, I like the idea of more Ferks in the passing game. It's just that's only like maybe 40% of the tight ends or less than the tight ends role in the entire offense is catching the football. That's why I think he must have an impact outside of catching the football. This is not a top-tier team. An offense? Or just in general? In like, general. were they last year? No, because the defense was awful. They were a top-tier offense last year, but the defense was so bad, they were not a top-tier team. But they won the division. Now, they're not going to be a top-tier team this year because they stole from the offense to build back the defense. They were, they were the closest to a top-tier team last year than they ever have been since McNair. I mean, when Ryan Tannehill took over and they got a couple of games underneath them and they went and they won seven of the last 10 games and then won two playoff games, they were pretty close to a top-tier team because the defense was good too. Yeah, but it was hard to recognize them because they were always because playing catch-up. They, they, they were getting out of the 2-4 right. hole for Mario. Right? Right. So I, it's hard to judge a team based on that, right, as a top-tier team. Well, but at, in they started the, five and the, last the year. last two, yeah, but they by the skin of their teeth last uh, year win games, game winning field win goals, games. win games. No, again, I understand, but, but they were giving up yards and giving up thirty points in games and winning by Sebastian. Uh, uh, Sebastian, I wish said Sebastian Janikowski, Stephen Goskowski field goals in the first three weeks of the season. And I, I'd be really, I said that now. When I go to practice at training camp, 
Will I feel the same way? Well, you just saw the water, the extremely watered down. No, I know, but I recognize who's there. I mean, I, I, I know the roster, right? It made me actually think more about it. I've seen all the guys that weren't there practice before. It's not like because Derek Henry wasn't there, Tannehill, AJ, no. none of the stars. And was Bud Dupree there? No. He's probably rehabbing. No, Lawan nobody there. was there. It's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Everybody's, you're rich and on a long weekend. I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. I'm going to Turks and Caicos. I'm going some Ibiza. I'm going somewhere else. I'm not going to be in Nashville practicing. I'm not going to do it, especially if it's voluntary, and especially because of COVID and how the perception of voluntary. OTAs is now used yes. to it was a team unity thing and now you know everybody has their opinion on on the virus to justify whether they should or shouldn't do something yeah but even I, yesterday I, I mean it was the same way everybody has their own opinion on it I what how will that change the team mentality because this team has got to come together if they're going to be successful I think they're they are fair they're basically together the core is the core is solid the core is ready to go do some things and to win in the playoffs they understand that this practice this week and the upcoming OTAs in minicamp in June is about guys that we're talking about Ferkser, Fulton, Evans, Hooker it's about Josh Reynolds when he does return it's about Des Fitzpatrick and the rest of the rookie class getting their feet underneath them because they are going to have to rely on young players whether the rookie they kind of have two rookie classes this year. Christian Fulton and Darrington Evans didn't get this last year. They were not getting on the field OTAs at all. This is their first time doing it. So can the last two rookie classes take a big step because they have to count on them because of the salary cap situation. They couldn't pay everybody. So now you have to count on young players who are cheap to step up and play a nice role. All right. So that leads me into, I would think, the most, and yesterday, again, a shell of the team because not everybody was there. But I would say the, uh, the most eye-opening thing or impactful thing that I saw yesterday from practice, I will tell you that. But before, I do want to tell you about Wilson County Hyundai where you need to go buy your next ride, whether it's the Hyundai Sonata, the Elantra, the Santa Fe, or the brand-new 2021 Hyundai Palisade, that's the full-size SUV. It's got third-row seating. It's got captain seats, bucket seats, however you want to categorize them as. And it's got all the bells and whistles. Touch screen right there on the dash. Fuel efficiency and for a great price. Drive quick trip down I-40, exit 236. We were there. When was that? Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Boom. Long yeah. day. Time, time flies <laughs> when you're having fun. Yes. And time flies when you're at Wilson County Hyundai. Check out their inventory at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. It is these sports. We are powered by BetMGM every morning. Download the BetMGM app and use this code today, ATOZ100. That's ATOZ100 for today. And if you place a $1 money line bet on the Braves or the Phillies, and if they hit a home run, you win 100 bucks. So it's pretty simple right there. Braves or Phillies, $1 money line bet. A home run is hit in that game. You win 100 bucks right there easy. We do have an update. We do have an update. Don't look. Don't look. An update. And I know you guys. It's hard for me to like not. We'll just click off of it. Yeah, okay. I know it's hard for you guys to. uh, This is going to be a tough pill to swallow. I think I know what the update is. Can I guess? Yes. The Rolls Royce has been found? No. Oh, dang it. I thought that was going to be the update. This is big. Oh. 
Jets wide receiver Corey Davis has unfortunately suffered what is a minor shoulder strain during OTAs by falling on the ball. He is going to James Andrews to take a look at the scan. That sucks. I mean, you like taking gratification from this? I'm not taking gratification for this. I'm just saying this is another trend of Corey Davis. Yeah, how is this a big update? As Kelkins is like, oh, yeah. Like, people are rolling their eyes now. Like, the only the only update that big update is, is for you. Every, yeah, because everybody thinks Corey Davis I'm, is a lot I'm better with, than he is. I'm with Bobby. Corey Davis is not. You're enjoying this too much. Like, you have a problem. And the problem is an obsession with disliking Corey Davis. Not as a person. No. As a top five pick. No, you have you have a problem. As a top and five pick. The guy is gone, man. He's in the he's in New Jersey playing for the Jets. Let it go. Uh, no, like, you, you follow guys that leave. You're gonna be watching John New in New England. I, yeah, but I'm not I'm not interrupting the show to for update it, news. It's an update. Yeah, yeah but you may you get a Mike like Arafolo. Zach, you did a siren sound. You a siren sound for a potential shoulder we're, strain. We're in May. In, we're on in May. May 28th. We're in May. Zach has a problem. We're in May. Who thinks Zach has a problem with an obsession of Corey Davis? You obsess over this guy for getting the money that he did because you think he's a failed fifth, fifth overall draft pick, which he might be. But and all that's of okay. the things you said is true. But yeah, but you're every obs- single thing like, you said in that you, sentence is absolutely it's, true. It's and Tyson Life says it's like you can it's like still continuing to bash Mariota, which Zach does when he brings up week 17, probably once every three months. Uh, yeah. Once every three months. I'm Wayne. You, yes, but because you picked up a new drug and it's Corey Davis. <laughs> That's exactly there's a new like problem. You've replaced your Mariota week 17 hatred with Corey Davis obsession. There's a new problem. I'm with Bobby. Austin, man. Austin, do you understand? You, I know no, no, Zach no, 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 dislikes stop, stop, H. Okay. Stop, stop. I have something to say, and this is what I'm going to say. The reason why I, you want to call it obsessive about Corey Davis, is what are we talking about? The biggest problem in the Titans right now. What is it? It's second wide receiver. Well, there's a lot, but second wide receiver is a big problem we've been discussing. They drafted this guy. Corey Davis was supposed to be the guy. That's the issue. The one problem that the Titans and we, exactly. every, no, no, let me speak. Every single solitary day, it's about finding A.J. Brown's second guy. You know who that was? It was Court. The reason why they drafted Corey Davis was that. So they wouldn't have this problem. No, they drafted Corey Davis the reason number one. That, and you never know what's going to happen. But Zach. But that's the issue. Is that not? They Do you understand that? I understand that, but they could not afford him. This was about money. This was not about. No, this is about the player. No, it was about money, literally about money and what the Titans could not afford to pay Johnny Smith and Corey Davis. If. Mike Vrabel loved Johnny Smith. He always glowed about Johnny Smith and what he did, and he just, they just couldn't pay him $50 million to pay It's not about the they money. Could not. Yes, it is. The point is, if the number five overall pick hits like a number five overall pick should, they don't have this problem because his ass is extended. That, that is the point. That's why you could call it a grudge, but, but I hold I hold them accountable for that. And the issue, and here's the this is the domino effect. The reason why they're not going to be a Super Bowl contender if they don't get Julio Jones is because Corey Davis didn't turn out. This is the one problem that is going to elude them to win a Super Bowl. It's a domino. That's why I'm obsessive about it. If you really want to know, and Titans fans, I know you can relate to that. 
I know you understand what I'm saying. Look, if the number five overall pick in Corey Davis hits and he gets extended and they draft A.J. Brown like they did, we're not even talking about Zach, this. You could also make an argument like if Corey Davis did not have question marks, they probably wouldn't have drafted no, A.J. Brown Corey, in year three of no, Corey Davis. Corey Davis is supposed to hit. Yeah, and, and he didn't. And like there is a... We have the ability as human beings with a brain to separate and understand that Corey Davis flopped as a fifth overall pick, but he also wasn't a complete bust and also understand and also understand that the Titans liked what they got with Corey Davis and Corey Davis was a great number two wide receiver. He and AJ Brown were arguably the most productive, efficient wide receiver duo year. in the entire For NFL last year. year. Yes, and then Corey Davis' contract came up, and they could not afford to re-sign Corey Davis because the cap went down $17 million. Kendall Wright had a great year. Ah, oh, man. I just, like, again, I think you I think you have an obsession with Corey Davis. You, we have, I have we high have, expectations for a number five That's overall. fine. You can do that, but let it go. Like, let's let it go. All right. Like, you, you interrupted the show because Corey Davis got a shoulder strain in Jets OTAs. And now that we've well, devolved into this, I think that I, we got to the point of why we're talking about this. And that is because the Titans have a wide receiver problem. That's the reason and okay. that will not stop Austin. You understand that the wide receiver problem that they have won't stop. All right. So, so uh, unless they trade for Julio Jones next week. Correct. We'll find that right, out. So next let's week. get back on it. What was the most important thing that you saw at Titans? OTS I'm yesterday? very curious to see what Darrington, Darrington Evans is going to be. He, he was working out with the wide receivers yesterday, which I'm not sitting here saying that if you look at that, he's going to be converted to a wide receiver. I don't think that was the, the, the idea. I will say this. Darrington Evans probably did the best job at wide receiver during those drills. Which is sad. Him or Cody Hollister. Uh, Cody Hollister always looks good in May, June, and early July. Those two guys look the best. Cody Hollister all. cannot get separation. But right? Darrington Evans, I mean, again, I, he can really help Derrick Henry's career. So the question we'll ask, is Darrington okay. Evans working for the Titans out, out at wide receiver something or nothing? I'm really curious to see what you have to say about yeah, this. Yeah, first tell everybody, Zach, about Calvin and Subtle. Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. They service right here in Franklin, where we are in Mandu. They service all the mid-state. It's easy. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. That's 615-448-6414. They have your perfect hardwood floors to upgrade and renovate your home that you have now. That's calvinandsubtle.com. It is eSports. Again, Ben and GM Zach's wearing the shirt today. It's a great shirt. You guys have complimented the shirt as well, but it's a great app too. And I've already put some money on Nets minus seven and a half tonight but to blow out the Celtics in game three in Boston. But also do this. If you have not used the BetMGM app yet, download it today. Use code ATOZ100. That's ATOZ100. When you sign up, put your first deposit in and place a $1 money line bet on the Braves or Phillies. If there's a home run hit in that game, you win 100 bucks in free bets. It's a great entry fee right there. They've got codes and, and stuff all the time. So download the app, BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. must be president of Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. All right. Darrington Evans working out as a wide receiver or 
essentially doing wide receiver working out drills. with the wide yeah, receivers. Yeah, yeah. doing wide receiver drills is this something or nothing i think it's something and it's not because i just think it's something because it's a trend now because i don't know if you heard this story in jacksonville a couple weeks ago travis Etienne was doing the same thing their second first round draft pick running back clemson to go along with trevor lawrence they had him working with wide receivers and I think Mike Miracles and Travis Haney, uh, two people we know, were having a discussion on Twitter about this yesterday. And it's about how the game of, and how offense has evolved where there's so many motions. A running back can motion from the backfield out to the slot. And now all of a sudden, they got to act like a wide receiver. So I think, it's a, I think it's something. They have to be able to get a release off the line of scrimmage if they're going to line up in the slot against a DB who is good at not allowing guys off the line. And so I think it's a, it's only a positive to make them feel more comfortable in pass catching situations. And Darrington Evans is a gadget guy. Whenever they drafted him out of app state, one of the storylines and nuggets to know about Darrington Evans was he was recruited as an athlete to app state. And the first year at app state, he was a wide receiver. Then he was a running back and broke records at app state as a running back but they used him early to get him on the field as a wide receiver because they had another good running back. So Darrington Evans is versatile. His rookie year was basically stolen last year with injury. And so I'm, I think this is something. It's not everything, but it's definitely something. I think it's something because the number one problem on the team is wide receiver. And if you could find a, a diamond in the rough that you didn't expect to catch footballs for you, uh, you, you brought up him lining up on the line of scrimmage in the slot. There's value there. You go five wide, you get Tannehill to get the ball out of his hand quick, uh, maybe in a hurry-up situation. This can only help you. I do think that this is something. I think this is a positive something. Darrington Evans, uh, we can all hope that Darrington Evans is what we all hoped Deion Lewis should have been. But Darrington Evans good point. is so much more explosive than Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis would take like 18 steps and get seven yards because of how – non-explosive he is this guy is a speedy guy long speed he's got good kick return skills with long speed but also has wide receiver history and history catching the football and being effective that way so it's definitely a good thing that he's getting some work and some wide receiver drills that can only help this football team yeah, and john clark brings up mismatch opportunities that's all you're trying to do is to get darrington evans in space on a middle linebacker if you can do that He's, he could beat him. Yeah, F-Word Pods uh, comes in here on uh, Twitter, says uh, Todd Downing, the new OC, who we kind of like all forget about at times just because there's a lot talking about with Julio, but Todd Downing utilizes the running backs as wide receivers in the passing game, slot out wide and in the backfield. And so, I, you know, they're not going to do that with Derrick Henry. Like, Derrick Henry is not going to line up in the slot. Like, that's just not going to happen. No. So, but Darrington Evans can because he's got that skill set. And you can use them at the same time, like, why not have, I mean, that's, we always, like, I feel like media members and fans drool over the, oh, can you have the two running backs in the field at the same time? Like, that's always like a question to the offensive coordinator in August. Like, yeah, so you're working on getting uh, Derek Henry and Deion Lewis in the field at the same time? And it's like, yeah, we'll see what we can do. But this is, I'm not, a, I, I, as a media member, I personally You don't not, care. Yeah, but I, I feel like uh, there's always that, that conversation of, ooh, how, how, uh, deceptive can they be with two running backs in the field together? And I actually feel like with Derrick Henry being what he is and Darrington Evans being the versatility that he has, I think there's a possibility for it.
Yeah, uh, and and we'll find out. They got to oh. find. They have to find a way to utilize Darrington Evans when healthy. F-word pod says, don't possible. be so sure about the Derrick Henry thing. Marshawn Lynch lined up in the slot 10 times in 2017 with Todd <laughs> You never know. I mean, Marshawn probably just did that so he didn't get fined. But uh, but lining up Derrick Henry in the slot is a interesting decision. I would guess it just all it's all about tipping the defense in what coverage you're going to play. That's probably the only reason. Well, we're going to end the show on ain't that good news, but we're going to have bad news before. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. And the bad news is, is last night, the Preds just relinquished the lead to extend to game seven at home at the big tire. It was rocking. But the Carolina Hurricanes advanced to the next round as they defeat the Nashville Predators in overtime, like a minute 30 into overtime. Yeah. I, You know what? You know who I feel bad for? UC Soros? No. I feel bad sure. for the people in the, like, lobby area. Oh, who didn't get back in? The concourse? In the concourse. That's on them. You shouldn't feel bad for them. No, but it, I, I've been that way. I've been there. Greg, Greg says, uh, last night, sad. You know, so I have a... You know, we're going to ask you guys to give us one word to describe how you feel about the Preds season. But I also want to ask about, like, did they blow it? Did they choke? Or is Carolina just better? So, because I've heard some conflicting opinions about that. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. We're at Mando and Franklin. Also in Franklin, not too far away from where we're at, is the Bone and Joint Institute. Their facility is state-of-the-art. They can do everything in that one building. The clinics are there, the imaging, the testing, the surgery centers, and the rehab facility all in one place so you don't have to be sent all over town, the different office buildings. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. Ooh, wow. This Now, this is some shade, and it goes right to what we were just talking about. Let's see if I can pull this and showcase this on the show. The Carolina Hurricanes, I mean, taking, I, I, I think uh, this is not this is not good at all. I, I would take offense to this. It's good. It is good content. This is good content. But is this too much? I'm I think, gonna. I, I think I see what you're saying I, here. I, I have I have thoughts on it. Okay, so I'm gonna upload this real quick. I'm gonna showcase this on the show. Yeah. This is what the Carolina Hurricanes this morning tweeted out to really kind of make fun of this Pred series. So banners, that's a shade, right? Because we all know the ins and outs of the, the banners of, of the Preds just putting up banners for no reasons. Taylor Lewan crushed a beer. Creed played during intermission. Second loudest house in the NHL. First, um, how I feel about this entire thing, this is punching down. Like, why is Carolina doing this? Carolina doing this makes me feel like the Preds did get in their heads a little bit because let's be real. Whatever the hell the Carolina Hurricanes playing in Raleigh, North Carolina, that cute suburb, they're not the, the loudest house in the NHL. Bridgestone is way better than wherever they do the hell claim to be loud. Yeah, but man, I mean, I watch games with you, but you've never been there. Right, I, but that's I, fine. I don't all. think you can. But like, I don't why, know. Why are I they? Plead, I don't know. Why are they not, flexing 
about a six-game series they won against a team who barely snuck into the playoffs. It's good material. That took them into four overtimes. It's good material. Oh, it's funny, but it's punching down. Like, do you agree or disagree that that's punching down? Like, there's no point to do that. Like, you were the one seed, and they took you to six overtime periods? Like, come on, guys. Like, it's it's... I, I view it as punching down, which makes me I think, think you're just a little. No, I think I think the I think the Preds got into their head a little bit. I think absolutely. Now they did play eight games consecutively because they ended the regular season against each other twice, right? Then six straight games plus six overtime periods. Right? So they played ten straight games of hockey against each other. So I, that's why I think it's justified. I don't I, think I it's like justified. the shade. I like the shade. I mean, it's here's here's one thing I kind of like about it, but it's gonna go away. Is well, this was a one-year rivalry because they had to rework the divisions right. for COVID. And now the the Preds and, and Hurricanes are going to... But gonna, it was fun. They're going to play twice a year for the rest of time, and it's never going to happen. But it's a reminder that don't put banners up for no apparent reason. Oh, I'm anti-hanging banners like the Preds have done it. So but, that's why I, I, I'm actually... I'm not saying I'm for, I'm for shade. I'm for good... I'm for good humor and I'm for good shade. I, this yeah. is good shade. Uh, Alex Doherty, our Preds writer, who, by the way, crushed. I uh, talk about Taylor One crushing a beer. Alex Doherty crushed Preds coverage the last month or so. Uh, he says Carolina loses points for originality. Every other team has done the same gag on the Preds. Right? But that's the gag. Yeah, but there's a there's a time where the gag gets old and you're like, okay, like you're no, it only the same gets, joke. It only gets old if you're a part of the gag. I don't think so. Right? If you did it. And that's your Nashville guy. You don't care about the Hurricanes. That's yeah, why I think you're saying that. No, I don't like. Yeah. Don't, okay. Hey, it's it's like the the joke that all of your buddies keep harping you on. Just, Everybody else thinks it's funny, but you don't because I, you are the joke. No, I don't feel that way at all. Like I could. I'm not gonna. I'm actually gonna gain more sleep now that the Preds are gone. It's not. I'm not losing sleep over the Preds. I was losing sleep because of the Preds in overtimes. I don't care about this. I just think I, I I don't like when people hammer jokes into the ground and then don't realize that they're hammering jokes into the ground uh, and continue to, to drive it, it six feet deep. If it is a good quality joke, it is timeless. Bobby, some Bobby timeless says jokes. Austin's in his feelings because Nashville's the brother joke. I agree. Bobby, I agree. I think Austin's in his I'm, feelings. I'm honestly not. I'm he's, not. He's I don't turning care. into Drake real quick. What? No. In his no, feelings. No, I just don't like jokes that are too old and that, that people don't recognize that. <laughs> Nate says the gag on Corey Davis is getting old. I do agree with that. Uh, that's funny. Yes. All right. So uh, back to one word to describe the Preds season. I have a different way to think about this because I am actually. <laughs> I have a good one. Go ahead. Like. It's hard to ask about the season because the season sucked. The the end of the season to get to this point was exciting. And I'm I'm kind of optimistic on where I think the future of the Preds is because of UC Soros. UC Soros makes me feel more confident. We all thought the Preds were going into a rebuild mode. And to use the terms we talked about with the Titans a little bit, because of UC Soros, they don't have to rebuild anymore. They just retool. Like they're gonna have to make changes with the roster. Like there are some guys that are paid too much money that are not productive enough that need to go elsewhere and be unproductive. But UC Soros changes the next five years and actually makes me feel pretty comfortable about the, about yeah. the franchise. Uh, Jeff says anticlimactic. Uh, 
chat says roller coaster wasted from Preds threads. Gmail base says relief. Um, roller coaster coming in there again. I, I think I tend to agree with that. It was an up and down season, no right? Doubt, no doubt. They, they were terrible at one point, and then they were really good at one point. They were. And I mean, I was at one point. At one point and I they was, started zero and two, and then they won two straight, thrilling matches. And they, they, they should have, could have won game oh, five. Last game five, yes, and game six. Yeah, I, they should have won but, last night. But they if choked. they win game five, I think they win game six. Maybe. But again, I, just, like, I think that's how the there's, series There's no doubt goes. that the Hurricanes are way better than the Preds up and down that roster minus goalie. But Ned was really good too. But I, I, I honestly, I, the Preds choked that game last night. When you have a 3-1 lead and you lose 4-3 in overtime. It's the most dangerous lead. In- I, I almost tweeted that just to be like that guy, but I didn't because I had Whoa, self. Guy, I, I actually had well, self. You don't want to beat a dead joke. Or no, something? yeah, I honestly yes. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I seriously, I thought about like you know what they say about the two goal lead in hockey, ah, but I didn't because I wanted to have self restraint and practice that, and I did, and I succeeded. <laughs> but uh, way to go, but look, tiny victories yes. that help you get we're, to a larger goal. We're proud of you here on this show. <laughs> I'm just saying it was a personal thing. I. Trying to work on willpower and self-control in situations, and I did it there. I don't have to tweet. I don't have to tweet everything. That's that's something that I'm working on. Uh, so, but you know, they they choked that game away. And Roman Yossi going out obviously crushed and hurt a lot. I, I, this is going to be a terrible word, but I, I thought the one word to describe this Pred season was okay. Wasn't great. Wasn't bad. Had its ups and downs, and it ended early. Right, I mean, they they shouldn't have won. They shouldn't have beaten Carolina. But once you get into a, se- a series, especially in hockey, as we talk about, hockey playoffs are so unique. Uh, uh, an eight seed can beat a one seed in the NBA. That ain't happening. Like in the history of the NBA, right now the seven's about to make easy work of the two. Uh, well, th- there's it's a long series, yeah. but <laughs> that is the unique part about hockey and. It was an okay season. They need to start building. Shane's got to be better. They start to have to add pieces. They honestly have to start replacing and getting younger because your core group in Johansson and Yossi and Ellis and Ekholm, I mean, those guys are just last, getting Last older. night, before Yossi got hurt, Ryan, uh, Roman Yossi and Ryan Ellis were looking like their selves four years ago. Like those dudes were playing unbelievable hockey and then Roman Yossi gets hurt, and it changes the dynamic of the entire game. And that has a lot to do, I think, of why the Preds' offense just disintegrated and their defense gave up three goals. Or I guess they gave up two goals um, after Yossi went out. But I am optimistic in the future because of UC Soros. Like, the goalie is everything. If you have a goalie to build around, it makes you that much more confident in what you can build, and you've got a core You've got you just need a couple more pieces, and that's you can say that about a lot of teams. But that but having a goalie is like having a quarterback, and the Titans and Preds both have their guy. Uh, most of the internet is praising the Hurricanes for. Uh, I just think this. I agree. I think this is good good content. The like, I'm not a Creed guy, but come on, and I wasn't there last night. If you were in that building, you probably enjoyed that just because of the nostalgic of it. Man, we've already done that's a magic bucket. What sidebar? 
I know what your magic bucket was. What was my magic bucket? Yesterday? Yeah. Talking about the drug you'd be addicted to. Oh, yeah. that's Which is I why I brought up that, that you're, you replaced your Mariota hatred drug with the Corey Davis drug. Yeah. Well. Be better. <laughs> and I won't have to do drugs. <laughs> right? For so who? Be better. Who? Mariota and Corey Davis. If they're really good, oh. I don't have a problem with yeah, them. Yeah, so no. Yeah, so now you're blaming other people on your drug use? Yes. That's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, uh, Greg says Tolvin and pull the Corey Davis. You know, I don't know. G-Man just says, just say no. I agree. Just say no to Corey Davis, Zach. Just say no. Oh, I, I can't do that. He's got Zach Wilson. We're going to find out. I'm gonna mute watch, I watch Davis. these games. I watch all the games. I think, I think you should. Uh, I'm watching Jets games. Right, but I think you should mute Corey Davis on Twitter. I don't even follow like that. No, mute the words Corey Davis I don't, on Twitter. Like, I don't do that. I, I, that, I know you don't. YouTube, I'm telling you, I haven't I done that. I don't really I know block. some people do mute words. I, I think, Zach, you have a problem. I don't mute. And, and I, don't, I think a, a way to help you get over this problem it's not gonna happen. is to mute Corey Davis, the words on Twitter, so you don't see that and interrupt the show with a siren saying you have an update that Corey Davis fell in a football just, and now he's got a shoulder strain. It's straight. not going to happen. <laughs> so it's, you so know. So just going to keep using Right. It's like, you know, it, it, if I ever sat down an intervention, you know, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So let's get to Ain't That Good News. We do this every Friday on the show. Ain't That Good News. What's some good news, whether it's in your life or what you've seen around the world this week to share with us today. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse. Here's great news. If you have a new graduate and they need somewhere to live that's not your house because I, I you know my parents were there at one point I said you got to get the heck out of here and live somewhere else renterswarehouse.com they have great inventory across the mid-state for your new graduate to rent whether it's graduating from high school or college great place for their different locations different types of living for that person that situation renterswarehouse.com is also where to go to find out how much your home can rent for uh, and you can make money and turn your property into a cash flow machine at renterswarehouse.com. Bet MGM, download the app today. We've talked about the promo code. You win money over the weekend. Lots. The NHL playoffs roll on, even though the Preds are not in there. You got baseball to bet on, and you have NBA basketball. Lake Show won last night, baby. LeBron moves on uh, to the next game, up 2-1. I like, I like that. I like that a lot. All right, so ain't that good news here to wrap up our week? Uh, so keep sending your your good news is Billy says I've been very sick and I'm getting better. Well, I'm glad that you're getting better and hopefully that uh, you do get over that. Um, there you go. Zach says good news is a three three day weekend. I think that's a great news for everybody. Uh, Bobby says booked a trip on the new Disney cruise ship for next summer. Dom says, good news, in San Fran today, and I'm rocking the Grizz hat everywhere I go, rubbing big salt in the wounds of those Warriors fans. I like that, Dom. I do, too, because Dom, Dom's shade on Wednesday was that he lives in Memphis and went out of town when the Grizzlies had two home playoff games right. over the weekend. Grind so now City. you're at least making the most of your previous mistake there, Dom, by just uh, digging it in the, in the Warriors' side. Kelkin says, new pool is up and running, ready to crush Memorial Day weekend. Uh, so, Zach, my good news, like Dom, is based on my shade from Wednesday. Wednesday, I, I didn't have any shorts. I ripped my shorts, and I had to get new shorts. I didn't know what to do. Well, thankfully, my wife, who is really good at internet research, she goes, here are some options for shorts. And I've ordered two new pairs of shorts. 
and they should be here next to week. Kind of test them out. To test them out to different types to see which one I like better. And then you know, take one back. Cargo? Or, no, not carpenter. Cargo. No, not cargo. <laughs> but I not only did I I got. Yeah, I, I wish got, you would have. I wish you get a carpenter. Is the carpenter where it has a hammer handle? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, 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 my new shorts are on the way. You just never know when you're going to need that hammer. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything that would fit there. But, uh, but yeah, so new shorts are on the way. I'm excited because the last week, ever since I ripped my last pair of normal colored shorts, uh, I've been wearing pants, and it's been very hot this week. And so I need shorts. So they're on the way. That's my good news. Yeah, John says we're uh, getting rid of the face diapers and opening up in full capacity. That does feel good. That's trending in the right direction. It does feel good. I, you know, I will say because I go grocery shopping, and over the last year, like grocery list, you a phone grocery list or a piece of paper grocery list. Uh, I'm, I'm your here. mental grocery list. Yeah. Okay, I know. I, I know what I need. You know, I'm piece of paper, but you know me. I like to scratch yeah, things yeah, off. No, I know. I, I like to scratch it not off. Not surprised. But like, but again, like, when it, let's see. Uh, we need some butter. <laughs> Do you have any margarine? Yes, but because uh, could you help me find the margarine? <laughs> no, I know where the margarine is. Kelkins is right. The phone list is impossible with a face mask because you have to type in your six-digit security code every time it's using your face ID, and it's just an annoying step every time you're out somewhere and need to get into your phone. Yeah, my, it, mine's pretty uh, – I go to the grocery every week, so I know what I need. The real thing that I have to think about are the things that I use daily, which are – That you don't uh, have to buy every week. It, Butter, coffee, and then you have your like toiletries, like soap, shampoo, yes. and toothpaste. That you have to get like once a month, right? Yeah. So that so that's, that's why I have the written list to keep track of that stuff. Yeah. And meal planning. Uh, you know, we plan out dinners, and what I need to get for this stuff and that Are stuff. You, you uh, rice, broccoli, and raw chicken guy, or not? Bro- no, you like meal planning in like. Oh yeah. Like on Sundays, you cook all of them. Oh no 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 no. Uh, it's it's each night. It's a, what are we having for dinner this? When do night? you know what you're having for dinner? Um. Well, Tuesday is my grocery day. I'm sure everybody cares. About so this. Tuesday, so Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Friday, Monday or Tuesday, we have a conversation on what do we want to get the grocery for dinner this week? Because I eat the same thing every day for lunch and throughout the day, and I work from home. She eats out at work, right? So what do we want for dinner? We know what we're like tonight is black bean cauliflower tacos with tahini sauce. Really good. So that's tonight. I'm going to do that on Tuesday. Tahini or tzatziki? Tahini. Tahini. What is tahini? Tahini, I don't know. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's a different sauce I don't, than tzatziki. It's, it's thick. It's like a thick sauce, and I make it like you put tahini in there with some olive oil, some... Uh, some Tahini sauce. This is real. Tahini sauce, yeah. And then you get some hot sauce in there, squeeze some lime, some garlic, and cumin... And oil, and you mix it all up. Oh, it, oh, okay. It, it's a Middle Eastern condiment made from uh, sesame, and yeah. its major ingredient is hummus. Is that right? Sure, it sounds about right. Oh, you buy it? I buy the tahini sauce. I don't. I, I make the con, I make the taco tahini sauce. I'm not a hummus guy, but uh, Greg says sounds like the healthy meals my wife makes at home. So I, there, yes, there, there you go. Um, uh, my, my good news is I'm about to leave. Hopefully it starts for, stop raining, I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, about to get out of Dodge, uh, go to Asheville, North Carolina for the weekend. Uh, I've never been there. Gonna jump on some breweries and enjoy the weekend and not work. 
which I think my mind needs. I was getting a little high strung here at the end of the week. <laughs> you think? Get a little. We what? What do we have? Like recently, people have been asking if you've been stressed out. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> I know. Are had... you all? No, no, no. The, the, yesterday it was asked at a meeting. Is, is he always bitching like? No, this? it was. Is Zach ever happy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy when people do their job correctly. Yes. That's when I'm happy. And the problem is nobody in a perfect I, in a I was world, at, I was nobody at, in a world where everybody does their job correctly. So two weeks ago, it was um, somebody suggesting the Calm app to Zach. Yesterday, it was in the meeting, somebody asking me if Zach is ever happy. <laughs> so you need this weekend. Well, I, yeah, I do need this weekend. It I is, need you to need this it weekend. It's just that if you do something wrong or incorrect. So you're doing it again. Let's just focus on the good news. You're, you're driving to Asheville I today. have to tell you that you're wrong. You're driving to Asheville today. <laughs> you're going to go have some fun at some breweries. You never do that again. Are you going to go to Wicked Weed? We, we, had a, we had a little deal with Wicked Weed a few years ago. Uh, that's some good stuff. That's, that's right. Asheville. My, here, here's my thing on this. We're going with uh, two other couples. I put the deposit down on the, on the Airbnb. They're planning all the other stuff. The girls are planning the reservations, all that stuff. We were going like tubing or something at one point. But again, that's all been set up. I, I might go cabrewing uh, this weekend. That's, that's a hope for Sunday or Monday, depending on weather. So, uh, good news. Nate says Zach is only happy when he's talking about Corey Davis. Do you you legitimately were excited to read the Corey Davis news in the injury? Well, it justifies it. Just, what did he? Did it continues he, to justify. Okay, because he got tweaked in a May OTA. Stay on your feet. Don't fall on the ball. <laughs> right. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Hope everybody has a great holiday weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday. But great content will be up over the weekend. Don't forget A to Z Sports Picks later today at 2 p.m. I'm going to be watching Alan and Brian uh, for some NBA playoff action, and, and I'm sure Alan's got hockey and baseball action tonight. As well. All right, before we get out, also thank you to Mandu. But here's some great news. Yeah, Jacob, his good news is that he gets to see his kids for the first time since him and his wife separated. It's been almost a month, which has been the longest he's ever gone without wow. seeing them since they were born. So, Jacob that is good news i hope you enjoy your time with your kids yes uh jacob back at you right there all right guys have a great weekend we'll see you tuesday morning thanks adios